strong body, strong soul. You have both of these. I'm just here to remind you. You are so much more powerful than you ever imagined. I'm Maria. Welcome to the show where we are talking about energy from a variety of perspectives. Let's see what the journey has in store for us right now. Thanks for joining me. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for spending a few minutes of your time here on the show right now. This week, we celebrated July 4th, Independence Day in the United States of America. If you've been tuning in a bit here, you know that I have been revisiting my reflections from my trip to Washington, D.C. a few months ago. So I want to go ahead and I want to continue with that re-release right now I'm going to share with you some of my observations from Colonial Williamsburg so important that energy that connects us all to each other and to our past and to the lessons learned so I hope you enjoy here we go Before I continue with my Colonial Williamsburg Reflections, I want to share this next little clip about some history in Washington, D.C. Some fun history. (laughs) So in the early 1700s, the Eastern seaboard was starting to be populated with more and more soldiers. And as the soldiers came into what is now Washington, they started to bring their families and servants. And along with the ride came prostitutes. At one time, there were 14,000 prostitutes roaming the area of Washington, D.C. in order to serve all of the soldiers. Now, there was a general. His name was General Jonathan Hooker. He came to this area and he was not commissioned with a particular regiment, but was stationed in Washington. And he saw the problem escalating prostitutes everywhere. And at this time, by the way, the Potomac River was overflowing into Washington. There was no tidal basin at the time, which means that the Potomac overflowed often. And so the streets, especially along Pennsylvania Avenue, were flooded most of the time. Twice a day, high tide would cause the water to come into the streets. So it was muddy. Wagon wheels were turning. Feet were muddied. Clothing was a mess. There were certain areas you did not want to go because all the water settled there. 
So General Hooker decided to wrangle up all of those prostitutes and put them in an area that he called the Tenderloin. And this particular area was where the flooding was the worst, actually. And so the buildings were kind of dilapidated. But of course, those soldiers would go there anyway because of the services offered. Over time, that area became hooker land. And that is where the term hookers, anybody in that area who worked there, who lived there in those buildings, in that swampy area, it was the red light district, the tenderloin. And any Rindy there was called a hooker. <laughs> so that's where the term hookers comes from. Awesome. Lesson in history. <laughs> We just got out of a shop that makes material and the lady was working a spinning wheel and she was reminding us how Leonardo da Vinci helped change how spinning wheels work with his genius sketching and mechanical abilities. My son was so impressed with how technical the spinning wheels are. It was amazing. One of the things that she described when she learned how to use the spinning wheel, it took her about two weeks of intensive workshop training. And when she was training, and now when she teaches other people, the motto is always, practice makes progress. Perfection is overrated. She said the most important thing is to not trust your head, but to trust your hands. Relax and allow your intuition to take over. You cannot pull on the wool and force it. You have to let go and trust. I love it. I'll talk to you soon. We toured the Capitol building of Williamsburg just a little bit ago. And one of the greatest things that they said was, the brick and mortar are not nearly as important as the intention. And this is one of the most important sayings here in Williamsburg because many times the major buildings get destroyed through fire or the British attacking in the War of 1812. A lot of damage was caused. Richmond was attacked. The buildings themselves, as gorgeous as they are and as much history as we relate to them, the Founding Fathers all knew that the brick and mortar was not as important. Just like I'm always saying, you are so much more than just your body. Your spirit is in there. Your soul. Who are you? When you close your eyes, that is what counts. So I'm going to get on with our adventure here. I was reminded, by the way, have you guys ever read Toni Morrison? I'm thinking in particular, Beloved. The main character of the story loses a child at the beginning of the book. And that child 
haunts her. The story is about a haunted house. Oh yeah, it is spooky. (laughs) We're going to go searching for ghosts tonight. I'll talk to you guys soon. Stay safe, stay healthy, and remember, you are so much more than just your body. There is so much more. I love you. Thank you for listening. This is Maria at Strong Body, Strong Soul, and I'll talk to you in a few days. Signing off for now. Peace. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning back in, everybody. I hope you're having a great, great day and fun listening to me here. I wanted to let you know that last night we went on a haunted ghost tour. Like I mentioned earlier, one of the guys was from Scotland, a soldier. We were actually in the house. Now, one of the homes here that we didn't get a chance to go into is the most haunted house on all of the eastern seaboard. I'll get back to you on that a little later. But I wanted to take this opportunity. I don't want to go ahead and repeat the awesome stories that they were telling us last night. But I want to take this opportunity to republish my own Halloween spooky story that I told last October. Melissa Reyes from Inspiring Adventures put out a call for scary stories. So here you go. Here's a scary story for you from me, Maria, at Strong Body, Strong Soul. Have fun listening. And of course, if this is not your cup of tea, if you are too scared, skip along to other stuff. I'll be back. Here we go. I'd like to share this story with Melissa Reyes right now. When Isabella was a small girl, her best friend lived in the house behind hers. There was a small alley between their homes and a gate that allowed them to enter their backyards. Isabella had a playhouse in the backyard and the girls would often spend hours there playing. As they got older, they would sneak out at night to play in their playhouse. One night, the girls met in the backyard and there was a strange man there. He presented the girls with a small music box that had a ballerina on top of it. They could wind it up and listen to the music. They were so delighted with this gift. And they took it into their playhouse and played with it. And they hid it in a corner of the playhouse so no one would find it. As the years progressed, they would continue to meet out at the house and play with their music box, and they never saw the man again. But one night, Isabella and Rachel had plans to meet at the house, and Isabella decided not to go. But she remembers looking out her window and seeing someone run out the back gate. 
The next morning, reports came in that Rachel had not slept in her own bed. Her parents realized that she had never come home that night. She was never found again. Isabella was too scared to say anything. She didn't want to tell anyone that she and Rachel had been meeting at the house at night. She didn't tell anybody about the strange man. And she didn't tell anyone about the music box. Because when she went out to the house to look for it, it was no longer there. So years went by and Isabella continued to be scared and to feel like it was her fault that her friend Rachel had disappeared. For years she wondered if that man would come back for her. So as she became an adult, she got married and had children of her own. And she had a daughter. And one night, as Isabella was sleeping in her bed, she woke up to see her friend Rachel stuck to the ceiling above her bed, looking down at her. And as Isabella looked up, Rachel scurried along the ceiling and disappeared through the bedroom door down the hall. Isabella jumped from her bed, opened the door and ran down the hall to see Rachel scurrying along the ceiling into her daughter's room. As Isabella entered her daughter's room, she noticed the bed was empty. The only thing there was the music box with the ballerina on top. Isabella crumbled to the floor and realized that sometimes when you do harm to other people, the payback does not come to you, but to those you love. Thank you for continuing to tune in. I hope that story was not too scary for you. I had so much fun. I love spooky stuff. I also, on occasion, like to be a little silly, even if it is in places in the world where you should be better behaved. So I want to go ahead and share this next little clip for you from my trip. To Washington DC. I so appreciate you listening. Once again, I'm Maria and I'll be right back. One of the things that I did in Washington DC was go to a bunch of different museums. I went to the modern art museum called the Hirschhorn and I did not behave appropriately in that museum the whole time. <laughs> so here's a little example. I can't even describe it to you because it is so 
crazy out of control. So I am going to attach a link to my Instagram account to a little video. Three videos, in fact. So make sure you watch all three of them <laughs> to get the gist of it. Yes, inappropriate behavior in a museum. What not to do? That is me on occasion. <laughs> I want to thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show right now. I hope whatever I'm talking about resonates with you in some way. And please remember, you can always find me out there on other social media platforms as well as Strong Body, Strong Soul. If you'd like, you can always message in here to the station or connect with me outside this platform. I'm happy to answer any questions or take any requests for topics that you'd like to discuss with me. Have a beautiful, beautiful life. I love you.